This is the Opening Market Podcast on your Monday, February 27th on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Dustin Huffman. We're on the phone right now with Greg McBride of Allendale. Greg, getting ready to start the last week of February, first part of March. What are we looking at this Monday? Well, uh, today is the uh, is the, the day before first notice in the uh, the grain uh, the March grain contract. So anybody that's got long positions uh, probably needs to make a move on uh, either rolling that position out or exiting so that they avoid the delivery risk. And that's a lot of what we saw last week as we finished out the week. We saw a lot of pressure. A lot of that comes in with uh, position squaring and rolling positions and uh, getting uh, getting away from uh, some of these positions that uh, uh, were going off the board uh, on Friday. So uh, as far as uh, as far as the start to this week, very, very muted. Uh, we were a lot of conversation about uh, Russia, Ukraine, China weighing in on uh, potentially uh, a way for them to, uh, to, to solve that issue. U.S. kind of uh, saying that that's not a great idea and, and threatening back. So uh, it's the same old uh, geopolitical uh, uh, song and dance that we see every uh, every week. Yeah, it's definitely been, uh, it's hard to believe it's been a year already that we've been dealing with this whole situation in the Black Sea. Has there been any uh, headway made on whether or not they're going to extend that that grain corridor agreement at all? They are negotiating it uh, right now. That's the furthest I've heard about it uh, so far. Um, it's, it seems as though Russia has been uh, has been feeling like they're, they're not getting what they want out of it. Um, that's been a uh, that's been a constant since the whole thing started, and that uh, that could be what uh, uh, hinges on uh, whether or not they extend it for another six months here. But uh, for right now, it's uh, it seems like uh, it seems like they they're back at the negotiating table. Maybe they'll come up with something, but uh, uh, for right now, that uh, that does keep a a little bit of a lid on uh, on the wheat market uh, as long as that uh, corridor is uh, is still open and functioning. Now, I know it's not long before we start planning, but we still have some time. And just before we got on, we were talking about the fact that we had thunderstorms rolling through our respective areas. I mean, how much attention is the, the market going to pay to that, especially when we're not sure what we're going to get and we're seeing rain in areas that have sorely needed it? Yeah, it's probably not a big deal right now. Obviously, we're st- it's still winter. Um, we're coming off of uh, some ice last week and snow in 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 portions. I mean, shoot, it was it was snowing in California uh, over the weekend. So there's, uh, it's probably not that big of a deal uh, right now. It's obviously from the producer standpoint, it's great. They want to see that moisture as long as it actually absorbs in and doesn't just run off because the uh, the ground is frozen or whatever. But uh, as far as what the markets are doing, I don't know that I'm necessarily paying that much attention to rain right now, unless it's more so for those uh, for those wheat producers uh, down in Kansas. But they they didn't uh, necessarily get as much as uh, say some of uh, their northern neighbors did, like us. So I think for right now, that's not as big of a story as it uh, as it could be. We'll continue to watch it, uh, but we're still a good uh, month and a half to two months uh, out from uh, from really starting uh, planting in earnest. Now, moving over to the livestock side of things, obviously after the close, the cattle on feed report came out. How much impact is that going to have? Uh, did the market kind of already anticipate these numbers, and, and what can we see going into today? 
Well, the cattle market has been looking for anything uh, bullish uh, at this point, and that continues to, to be what they what they've seen. These placement numbers, uh, I think, five months in a row uh, uh, lower than uh, lower than last year numbers. So, uh, at this point, looking for maybe a, a, a strong start to, to the day, um, maybe anywhere from twenty five to, to seventy five cents uh, higher on the open for the uh, fat cattle. Uh, Excuse me. Feeder cattle will uh, will start at uh, uh, slightly higher as well, um, and then it's just a, a matter of how much do we temper some of this strong uh, strong movement that we've seen because these uh, these lower cattle numbers, these lower production numbers that we've uh, been talking about for so long, don't actually happen until later on this year. So if we make the move way in advance, how much more will there be when the numbers are actually as low as they're supposed to be? What about on the hog side of things? I know they've been, they were we thought they were putting in a floor, but they've just been kind of quietly slipping a little bit lower. Are we seeing anything there? Uh, yeah, the, the the hog market is starting to uh, to to come around from a a weekly standpoint. Uh, we've seen a uh, a little bit of a bullish turn, and I'm not going to say that it's uh, it's outright uh, going to take off from here. But we are starting a new uptrend. Um, we do look like we've turned the corner. Uh, there were some uh, some thoughts of uh, potentially a, a head and shoulders bottom in that uh, market, which would be uh, friendly. Uh, kind of. Neg- neg- uh, negated that uh, with the action on uh, uh, Tuesday of last week. So we'll continue to watch that. But I think for uh, for right now, uh, looking at the cash pork, cash hogs continuing to rebound off their uh, January lows, that's going to help to start moving this this market back up. I'm still very friendly on the uh, uh, on the summer contracts, uh, looking for uh, for those to uh, to make a move back uh, uh, above maybe that 110 to 115 area. And uh, at this at this point, that's when the best uh, is for the uh, the hogs is uh, that June July August uh, time frame. All right, well, Greg, a lot of things for folks to be thinking about right now, and and way things may be shaping up here for the coming months. If they want to talk about some of the options they have, how do they get in touch with Allendale? They got to give us a call at eight hundred two market. That's eight hundred two six two seven five three eight. All right, well, Greg, thanks so much for the insight, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you, sir. Talk to you later. That again was Greg McBride of Allendale. Let's go ahead and run down those opening numbers for you. May corn down two and a quarter at 647, even December new crop up one and a half at 577 and three quarters. May beans down four and three quarters at 1514 and a half. November new crop down five and a half at 1368 and a quarter. May soy meal down a buck at 4.79 even. May soy oil up seven cents at 61.29. May Chicago wheat down seven and a half at 7.14 and a quarter. Minneapolis down three and a half at 8.79 even. Kansas wheat down 11 at 8.24 and a quarter. And May oats down a penny at 3.44 and a half. April live cattle down seven cents at 165.30. March feeders down 22 cents at 188.85. Lean hogs for April down 85 cents at 85.15. Pork cutouts down 55 cents at 92.27. March class three milk up a dime at 17.82. Thanks again to Greg McBride of Allendale for joining us here on the Opening Market Podcast. I'm Dustin Huffman on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters. <laughs>